Wax 104.5 on this good Friday. Partly cloudy today. Tomorrow shouldn't be too bad either. But then on uh, Sunday, we'll only be in the low 40s, and that means rain, snow mix, mainly to the south and east of the Eau Claire area. And some areas that are in our wax listing area could get, I say could, they're not finalizing this yet, exactly where that uh, track of the storm might be or the track of the snowfall might be. But some folks could uh, see pretty white conditions. But, uh, again, we'll catch up with Kelly a little bit later on. It is 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Work is ongoing to provide more help to small businesses. At yesterday's coronavirus briefing, President Trump said the White House and Congress are trying to put more money into the Paycheck Protection Program. This allows small businesses to keep employees on the payroll. Trump called it an incredibly successful program, but says they need bipartisan support. The death toll from the coronavirus in the U.S. is still climbing. The country had more than 16,600 deaths from COVID-19 as of Thursday night. There are also more than 465,000 confirmed cases, with New York leading the way at 161,000. Nearly 26,000 people have recovered. Deere and companies making face shields for healthcare workers. Dean Mucho has the story. Deere plans to make 225,000 shields and send them to its factories in eight states across the country. The shields will then be distributed to healthcare workers in local communities. Deere also says it's ordered materials and supplies to make an additional 200,000 face shields. Dean Mucho, NBC News Radio. The coronavirus lockdown is clearing up the air. New satellite data from NASA shows a 30% decline in air pollution in the Northeast. Nitrogen dioxide levels are also down in some of the dirtiest areas like Seattle, Los Angeles, Atlanta, New York, and Chicago. Pollution levels are expected to rebound once travel picks back up. A sailor on board the aircraft carrier USS Theodore Roosevelt is currently in the ICU for COVID-19. The ship recently made headlines for the firing of the ship's captain, Brent Crozier, and has been docked in Guam as the coronavirus spread rapidly, infecting over 400 of the ship's nearly 4,800-person crew. The sailor in the ICU tested positive on March 30th and was in a 14-day quarantine. They were found unresponsive on Thursday. And UFC President Dana White is canceling the organization's event scheduled for April the 18th. He told ESPN he got a call from Disney and was asked to cancel. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. How in the world can we go forward without UFC? My goodness, and <laughs> cage fighting and all that stuff. Now that's really rocking our world. Yeah, there might be a little less brain damage. Oh my goodness, <laughs> unbelievable! That uh, with all the things going on, that gets to be part of the news. Wow! Yeah. But it is interesting that story you had on there about. Pollution and what's going on. Nobody's driving and uh, less pressure on the environment. Less pressure on the environment. And I read a story a couple of days ago where seismologists are saying the earth has stopped vibrating uh, a lot because we're not driving on the highways and stuff. And the story said that usually when seismologists see that, it's like Christmas Day that it slows down because we're all home. But, uh, yeah, that's even... There might be fewer earthquakes right now. Boy, it might be a positive effect uh, yeah. from COVID. That, that old, hasn't been many, that's for old sure. Old Mother Earth is getting some healing time yeah, in. Well, maybe that might not be all bad, but <laughs> but I haven't heard many good things during these uh, last few weeks with this uh, coronavirus around. 
Four minutes after five, we'll take a look at our weather forecast. We'll get the markets. A busy Friday morning. We'll talk to more of the business folks around our wax listing area, how they are conducting their business with the coronavirus. Lots to do this morning here on Wax. During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you. To better serve your needs starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at 10 a.m. At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Get the essentials for your family in just minutes at Quick Trip. Milk, eggs, bread, butter, produce, meat, and more. Get all you need. Get in and out quick and simple. That's how we've got you covered. Quick Trip, standing strong with the communities we serve. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, one thing we always talk on a good Friday about, well, how's travel conditions going to be for Easter Sunday? I guess nobody cares <laughs> now, huh? We we don't want to talk, maybe. No, but travel. But, it, uh, it's moot, isn't it? Yeah, if you do want to travel, road should be good. Outside of maybe on Easter Sunday, gas prices we know are down and good. But, uh, again, weather not bad until we get to Easter Sunday. Today, just partly cloudy, high in the upper 40s. We'll drop down to about 34, partly cloudy tonight, and then tomorrow, not a bad day, as we get to about 56 degrees. But moving in on Sunday is a rain-snow event, mainly south and east of Eau Claire. Could be some accumulations, and we'll talk to Kelly Slifke, uh, Kelly Slifka over in Skywarn 13 later on about the amounts they are looking at now. We'll wait and let him tell us. And... Uh, chance of precipitation hanging on through monday 38 and then some sun on tuesday we should get to about 37 right now it's 35 in green bay and milwaukee 31 in the madison sun prairie area it's also 31 in rice lake 30 in wausau 32 in marshfield lacrosse at 33 we're about 32 here in the eau claire chippewa falls menominee area as we again look for a high about 48 we'll take a look at some numbers next farm markets are brought to you by rural mutual insurance Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Looking for the best prices for your livestock? Then Terrain Livestock Market is the place to take them. Terrain Livestock is conveniently located a mile and a half north of Thorpe on Highway 73 with sales every Monday and Wednesday. Terrain Livestock Market features a clean, modern facility and, for your convenience, a drive through area. For more information, call 715-669-7127. Terrain Livestock Market, striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. <laughs> 
Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy.com now. Ozzy, it's a latte for your mind. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eight and a half minutes after five o'clock on a Friday morning at Wax. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the markets and Scott Cash Livestock Trade here on a Friday morning. Fed beef steers are at 78 to 85. Fed beef heifers also 78 to 85. Fed Holstein steers 75 to 80. Cows are at 25 to 55. Bulls 47 to 79. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 43 to 45. Sows 20 to 29. And boars 11 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs 90 to 127. And feeder lambs 110 to 155. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures are mixed. April live cattle closed at 94. $4 dollars even that's up a dollar 17 june though was 8437 down 230 august cattle 9075 that was down 145 and october live cattle 9665 down a dollar 15 feeder cattle near months were lower april 11952 down 35 may at 11895 down 42 august 12887 that was up a dollar 32 September feeder cattle 12937 up 102 October at 12990 and that was up 55 lean hog carcass contracts were lower across the board April at 4280 that's down 32 May hogs 4342 down 247 June at 4867 down 277 and July hogs 5475 down 210 Board of Trade, mixed, not a lot of reaction to that uh, report that came out from USDA, ending stocks report. Uh, we'll take a look at that. But May corn this morning in the overnight trade, one to two higher at 331. The oats down a penny at 274. May wheat up eight at 556. Soybeans overnight up nine cents. May at 863 this morning. And meal down 30 cents a ton at 292.50. Another ugly day for dairy markets. Barrel cheese down to six, down six and a half cents, down to a dollar a pound. The blocks down seven and a quarter to one hundred five and a half. Butter down five and a quarter to one twenty four and three quarters. Class three prices for April thirteen fifty six. May at eleven forty three. June down forty four at twelve eighty two. July down twenty four at fourteen forty nine. August unchanged at fifteen sixty four. The market's brought to you by. Rural Mutual Insurance, almost 11 minutes after 5 o'clock. We're going to talk to uh, another one of our area businesses that's uh, doing business, doing a lot of business. They are making the uh, needed changes because of the COVID virus. We'll talk to those folks in just a minute. But, hey, these uh, fuel prices are really at some attractive prices now for consumers. You want to save some on your farm or get a leg up on this on the farm? Here's a way to do it. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
Doing business during these days of the coronavirus pandemic means changes for a lot of businesses. We're going to find out how VineVest North Insurance in Wausau is doing it. Chad Glaze is with us. And Chad, first of all, you've got a lot of coverage, lots of types of insurance for our friends in the country, don't you? Uh, yes, we do, Bob. Uh, we take care of a lot of people with uh, their crop insurance policies, uh, farm insurance, equipment insurance, agribusiness, livestock, that kind of thing. So we're very involved in rural America's insuring. So, What's the status right now of crop insurances uh, as far as the do's and the don'ts and deadlines, things like that? Well, as far as crop insurance goes, uh, you know, everybody should be uh, pretty much locked in uh, and, and have their policies, any changes, transfers, that kind of thing done by March 15th. Um, we're kind of in the production reporting. If there's any of that left over from last year, uh, we've got some time to do that. Uh, there's been some extended dates on that as well. Uh, but that's what we're doing right now and just kind of holding out and trying to keep uh, our insureds abreast of any changes and that kind of thing as we come through the planning in, or into the planning season uh, with any uh, insurance guideline changes and that kind of thing. Uh, and we're doing it all, you know, creating risk management plans through email and phone calls right now uh, because of the pandemic we're facing. I was going to say, and how is that uh, being handled by the farmers as far as the idea is to make it easier for the farmers because we're getting into planting season. They don't have a lot of time to, to sit over a table with an insurance adjuster or whatever. So how are you doing it to make it work with the, the new technology, thank goodness, that's out there? Yeah, well, that's uh, you know one of the times when we do say uh, thank goodness for uh, our cell phones and email, uh, texting, that kind of thing, because uh, it is a way to do some business there and, and stay uh, connected that way. Um, if we do have to have uh, an insured or a client stop in or, or go out to them, you know, we definitely make sure uh, that they're aware and, and are comfortable with it and take all the precautions we can uh, to minimize any kind of contact or, uh, you know, on a visit uh, if needed. But most of it can be done right now via phone, email, uh, texting, that kind of thing, uh, just to get information back and forth uh, right now. So. And I would imagine right now, well, you might be in the office. The front door is probably locked. So, uh, again, you want to use the technology, but everything that you did before Corona is still available and more now. Yeah, and that's, you know, uh, that, as far as crop insurance, hail insurance is still available for people. Uh, if you need some of that additional as we go through into the year here, um, you know, we'll be talking about uh, uh, early plant dates, final plant dates, uh you know that kind of thing as we go go through uh, here as well, and it, basically it's just keeping up to date and uh, with guidelines. And if there are any changes, you know, last year with the prevented planning uh, situations we had, a lot of changes in RMA structures for crop insurance came really fast. And uh, to us, that's that's a big part of our job is just try to keep our insureds informed of that. And again, that's Chad Glaze with Vinevest North. In Wausau, again, these companies we're finding out there, they're still doing an awful lot of business. They are busy just in a different way. So they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're not bucking under to this COVID-19. They're getting her done because farmers are getting her done and going to be getting her done in a big way here very soon as far as we get into mm -hmm. the fields. And also, I was talking to uh, Chad yesterday, and, and he told me that uh, the Marathon County Dairy Breakfast scheduled for, for Swiderski Implement in Mosinee on May 31st, will not happen. 
and they're hoping to maybe do some other events later on. But as of now, the Marathon County Dairy Breakfast at Swiderski Implement over in Mosinee coming up uh, in May will not happen. Well, we got a crop progress report out uh, yesterday as far as, uh, well, supply and demand report. And, uh, boy, the numbers weren't weren't what we were hoping they would be, Scott. What do they look like? Well, those new estimates put U.S. ending corn stocks for the current marketing year at almost 2.1 billion bushels. And the main reason is the falling demand for corn and for ethanol production. That demand is projected to be down 375 million bushels this year as oil prices have fallen along with demand for gasoline. Those numbers have also lowered the projected corn price by 20 cents from last month's report, down to 360 a bushel. The report also was bearish for soybeans as it raised ending stocks by 55 million bushels up to 480 million. That's because exports were cut by 50 million bushels, seed use by 2 million, and residual use by 24 million bushels. The projected farm gate price for soybeans was lowered by a nickel from last month down to $8.65 a bushel. All right, so that's the uh, April report, and uh, again... We'll get the uh, crop progress reports as far as planting. Uh, every time we move another week into the spring, we're going to get some numbers. I would expect this coming week we should get some early corn planting results because, yep. uh, you know, they've started in Texas and places like that. They right. always get going in about February and March down that that's, way. That's right. So that's we'll, right. we'll see what happens. So, again, not a not a positive report. But I thought uh, the markets would reflect that a little bit more. But evidently, they're they're not panicking at this time, hoping that maybe this coronavirus will get underway or get solved a little bit. We'll get some of these products out in the world markets. But again, there's a, there are some challenges out there. Well, how are you going to go to church on Sunday? We got a report, right? That's right. Steve Stripe put his auction truck to use over at Osseo. And Steve never short of words, of course helping his pastor out at the Augusta Lutheran Church. And uh, it's a good time, good story. All right, so we're going to hear about that. It's Good Friday. It's Easter week. That's coming up 18 and a half minutes after 5. 32 degrees, 48, partly cloudy today. ProVision Partners realizes this is a trying and uncertain time. What is certain is that we're in this together. ProVision Partners is putting the health and well-being of employees, customers, and communities first. They'll continue to serve you across all departments as the products and services they provide have been deemed essential and imperative to remain open during these times. ProVision Partners appreciates your patience and understanding as they work to find solutions to these unknown circumstances. Call 800-236-1041 if you have questions. Now is the time to talk to Smith Brothers Meats of Colby about catering your upcoming special events. They'll do a delicious sit-down buffet or picnic-style meals for groups of 50 to 1,500. They also serve hot and tasty carryout meals for smaller groups. Smith Brothers Meats, with food for any type of gathering. Call 1-800-949-1393 for menu details, prices, and available catering dates for 2018. Smith Brothers Meats of Colby is your Pellet Grill headquarters. 
Stop in and see their huge selection. Use your power to cure IBS and join the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation at Spin 4 Crohn's and Colitis Cures. Get started at spin4.org. Since 1955, Blaine's Farm and Fleet has earned the trust of farmers and Midwest families by offering great brands at honest prices. Everything we sell is carefully chosen to ensure you're getting top quality with every brand you buy, like Carlisle Trailer, Ag, Lawn and Garden, and ATV Tires. Their cutting-edge technology, product, performance, and quality keeps your equipment moving along. Right now, all Carlisle Specialty Tires are 10% off. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Normally, spring is a busy time for all areas of agriculture, whether it's farmers itching to get into the field or our auctioneers looking to go out there and make some of those sales for those in the industry. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, this is Caitlin Riley. And Scott, you had the chance to chat with someone in the auctioneering industry who's having to be innovative right now in the wake of coronavirus, but is also helping those in the local community be innovative and spreading some of that same messaging. That's right. Caitlin, the auction season isn't nearly as busy as it normally is this time of year for Steve Stry of Osseo, who in 2015 was named the state champion auctioneer at the Wisconsin State Fair. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And with churches closed because of the coronavirus, Steve said his family's pastor, the Reverend Jonathan Wessel of Great Lutheran Church at Augusta, brainstormed with church leaders about how to creatively present the Palm Sunday service to bring parishioners together as much as possible. The solution? Stride donated the use of his auction truck from which the pastor conducted a radio transmitted service with parishioners listening in their cars while parked in the church parking lot. I asked Steve himself, one of the church's elders, to describe the service and what's yet to come. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, Grace Lutheran Church there in Augusta. Um, obviously, uh, according to the uh, pandemic that's going around here in the United States and the world, um, a lot of uh, churches have shut down their regular services on account of having too many people in too confined of a space. So um, our congregation decided we'd try to come up with a way to still have church, um, but yet be in compliance with some of the orders that are out there with the social distancing. So we decided to kind of have church like a drive-in movie theater where um, everybody would just pull up in their car into their stall and and then the, the pastor would uh, give the service that way. And, and uh, we thought about using some different options, thought about using uh, my auction speaker to uh, broadcast out. People roll their windows down and then thought, well, maybe if it's cold or something, that might not work. Well, the pastor had the idea of buying one of these FM uh, transmitters that would uh, send oh, out a, uh, an FM signal that would come right into your car radio. So he bought that FM transmitter, and uh, then uh, we came over one day just to try it out to see if it worked. A couple of us elders from the church and and uh, turned the radios on. Yep, it came through there. It worked in the whole parking lot. So we thought we'd give it a try. Well, then I thought, gosh, you know, the pastor said, well, do you have a trailer? Maybe I should. I got a pulpit like a, a podium I can set up on a trailer. And I thought, well, I don't know. That isn't the best. And I thought, well, maybe you can just put it in the back of my pickup or something so that. Uh, you know, you can get up higher so the people in their cars can see you. Um, well, then my wife Leslie had the idea, why don't we bring over our auction topper truck, which we use for selling auctions out of, 
Um, right. And that's a, a big topper on top of a pickup with glass windows all the way around so you can see out of it, so you can see all your bitters. I thought that's a great idea. That way it will keep the pasture out of the wind and then the cold, and he can be in there, and we can all see him because he sits up higher. So, yeah, he spoke right into his little FM transmitter and uh, broadcasts all our radios as we sat in the parking lot. We could all see him in the truck, so it worked out great. He stayed warm and, and out of the wind. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it went over. You had some people show up, it looked like. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, we had a good turnout from, from our uh, local congregation there, and we even had uh, some people come from uh, some other Lutheran congregations in the area. Um, they had called and wondered if they could come, and every everyone's welcome at church. So, yeah, there was people there from the surrounding little towns, too. So it worked out well, and, and we plan on having a, a service on Good Friday at 1.30 in the afternoon, and then, of course, Easter Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning, too. Wow. No, you hadn't had services for a couple of weeks probably, right? Yeah, yeah, it had been two weeks where we hadn't had any services uh, at the church. Um, our pastor had been doing some um, Facebook Live um, devotions there every evening at 7 o'clock so we could all watch them and, and follow along there. But uh, I guess that's part of uh, being, a, being a church congregation, a church body there, where uh, it's kind of nice to be together as a community. I guess that's why they call it communion. When you go to church, uh, everybody comes together. So we uh, uh, decided we'd try to put that aspect back into it and, and uh, actually meet right on the church grounds. So it went good. Everybody stayed safe and healthy, and, and uh, we were able to have our church service. So Yeah. No, you haven't concocted a way yet to do uh, communion, though, have you? No, no, we've talked about that, I guess, and the pastor's still trying to come up with some different ideas there. Um, it's it's kind of hard maybe to get that done by following some of the orders that are currently out there. Right. So we're, we're, still, we're still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, and you'd have to find the right auction lunch wagon for that probably, too, wouldn't you? <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to help out with some ideas here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You betcha. Like I say, we uh I had told the pastor we'll help you in any way we can and then we thought of that idea and and uh turned out really nice to be able to have everybody come and, and we could at least, you know, see each other and wave and talk out the window of the car and, and uh felt like a normal Sunday morning again. Try to try to get things back and, and uh people into their same routine that they're always into. Now, the windows were down. Did you guys do some singing, too? Oh, yeah. Yep, we sang a couple of hymns for the service. And, yep, it was, I guess, the only part of the service we didn't do was, was communion. Um, otherwise, um, had the regular sim, or hymns and, and the sermon and, and obviously the readings from Scripture. And so, yep, yep, everything else was the same. <laughs> we uh, um, He had uh, music that would broadcast from his laptop through that FM uh, transmitter. And it would okay. come right to our car car radios. So now you're saying, and of course, like you said, you can't have communion. Uh, a burning question: uh, if this goes a couple of weeks, and as you said, you're doing Good Friday and Easter Sunday, right? Yep, yep. So, will people start claiming their parking spots just like they normally do in the church with the pews? <laughs> That that was already talked about here. You know, us us Lutherans are, are kind of kind of just like a bunch of old Holstein cows in a stall barn. You always pull back into the same stall every day. You know, so, yeah. Everybody everybody sits in the same church pew every week at church, and 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 it, it was already talked about that. Uh, 
everybody was going to try to find the spot that they thought was the best in the parking lot. And in fact, even one elder had the idea of if you wanted to park closer to the front, you had to give just a little bit more in the offering plate if, if you wanted well, the front row seat. <laughs> and, and again, vice versa. People did move to the front as opposed to what generally happens in church. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So they could get a little better view of the pastor. Yeah, usually uh, uh, the back seats fill up a little bit sooner. But <laughs> okay. And uh, that's Steve Stride down there in that Augusta area with uh, with Scott. That was that was one of those fun ones to do, wasn't it? As far as oh, talking that, to Steve, that is, and it's always a pleasure to talk to Steve. He's a good guy, and uh, that's like you said, uh, it's it's a good upbeat story in this coronavirus mess and right down to the fact that you, you know, and, and, you're like Holsteins when you go to church, you know, and, and you really are, you know, and I was, you know, and I didn't pay any attention to any of that stuff when I was a kid, I went to church every Sunday and did this and the other thing. And I remember I was down on the farm in Iowa and I was in town with my cousin and my aunt was going to clean the church. So mm-hmm. she wanted us to come along. So we went along and so we were looking in the, in the church pews and, uh, well, there's all kinds of stuff in the church pews. There were missiles and prayer books and rosaries and everything else. Yeah. And we said, well, we'll clean up and we'll put those. <laughs> we took them all out of the pews and put them on the table in the back. No. Well, these, you know, these folks that come to church and mass, Catholic church, come to mass every day. Well, my goodness, you, you know, they locked down the church. Somebody stole all this stuff. <laughs> and, of course, we... We didn't say a word because we didn't realize we were just kids. I don't know how old we were. And uh, we didn't realize that they just left it there because they sit in the same pew in the same spot in that pew every day. And you don't mess with that stuff. But, oh, my Lord, it was the talk of the town. You know, a little town of about 800 people. And all the farmers from around the countryside, oh, my goodness, it was a it was a catastrophe. It was a jeepers, my goodness. And I would, they never did find who did it. We never admitted to it. but And we didn't think we were doing anything wrong. We just thought we were helping out, cleaning oh, up boy. the pews. And people came in, and there were, I think the, the poor priest had to delay Mass about 20 minutes that next morning until everybody could find their prayer books and rosaries and missiles and everything else. <laughs> Holy man, it was, uh, you just didn't mess with that. So, oh, so I can understand, you know, it'll be kind of a battle to see who gets the front parking spots or some of the people like the way they always do. They'll park in the back because that's what they do in church. So good story. So hopefully uh, they can uh, have a good church service. Hopefully your church is taking the appropriate yep. precautions. So anyway, have a little fun with uh, with the Easter weekend activities for the churches. But we can we can have those. So that is very legal and okay with the COVID virus and all the. COVID-19 police out there. But we've got weather, but let's get some local news, Scott, besides having church in your car in Augusta. What else is going on around the countryside? The number of people coming down with the coronavirus in Eau Claire County is holding steady. City County Health Director Lisa Giese uh, yesterday said they have not confirmed a new case of the virus in three days. Eau Claire County is holding at 21 confirmed cases. Statewide, 2,988 people have been confirmed to have the coronavirus. The state's Department of Health Services says 116 people in Wisconsin have died from it. Taking a walk in more than three dozen state parks is now off limits in Wisconsin. Governor Tony Evers yesterday ordered 40 state parks and recreation areas closed because of the coronavirus. 
The state's Department of Natural Resources says thousands of people were out at the parks. DNR officials said social distancing requires people to not gather in large groups and that the groups also left too much trash behind. There's now an official proposal to move Wisconsin to vote by mail only for the rest of the year. A group of Democratic lawmakers yesterday introduced legislation to have May's special election and the November general election held with absentee ballots only. State Representative Gordon Hintz said this week's election forced people to choose between voting and exposing themselves to the coronavirus. He calls that a tragedy. A Republican state lawmaker wants the state's election commission to look into voter fraud related to absentee ballots. Representative Ron Tussler, Tussler yesterday said an, ele- uh, a, an alderman in Appleton encouraged people to send in their absentee ballots after election days had passed. Tussler said that's aiding voter fraud. He wants the Wisconsin Election Commission to look into that case and to see if there are other problems with absentee voting in other parts of the state. This is going to be an election. They thought the 2016 <laughs> they were tampering. Oh, this is right. Why they didn't call that thing off, I do not know. But yep. unbelievable. All yep. right. Thank you, Scott. That's a look at some of our local news. We've still got a lot going on. We're going to check in with. Kelly Slifka here and find out about our weather information. And uh, that's coming up on Wax. Uh, sounds like Easter Sunday. If you do have plans to travel, I don't know where in the world you're going, but if you do have plans to travel, you might want to check the direction you're traveling because uh, there are some areas that could get a, a little bit tricky. But we'll catch up with Kelly coming up. Premier Livestock and Withy will have a special dairy cattle auction on April 15th at 11 a.m. Complete herd dispersal, 150 high-quality dairy cows and springing heifers. Freestall milk in a step-up parlor, 88-pound average on two times. Last somatic, 88. Herd includes 20 close-springing heifers. Top sires used through Genex. 75% of herd is first and second lactation. Extensive vaccination program. Herd is microplasma and staff tested negative. Check Premier all right, so, uh, you know, we're still doing business, as uh, you just heard from Premier Livestock, and we're going to get to our weather forecast, an important weather forecast, as we get into our Easter weekend, Good Friday today, and, of course, Holy Saturday, then Easter Sunday. Kelly Slifka joins us from over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Good morning, Kelly. Up, oh, he's putting his gear on. I can hear him rustling around over there. Ooh. There he is. All right. Morning, Kelly. Good morning. <laughs> All right. So, again, have you? I know this has been kind of a, a moving target, this weather on Sunday. Have we got it pinned down anymore? You know, not quite. It's still looking like, well, now one of our computer models that we tend to look at a little bit better, we think it's a little bit better, it's called the European computer model. And that one wants to have this heaviest snow here in the Chippewa Valley. So, Oh, it does? Yeah. The other one with the American model. I don't like that one. I know. I wish I could pick and choose, too, but we don't get a choice, do we? The other computer model keeps the heavier snow, say, from La Crosse up through Wausau. But... So once again, we're still a little bit uncertain, obviously, by the next computer model runs or the next couple runs as they start to fine-tune it and become more in agreement. Uh, we'll have a better op- uh, idea with that. So it's something we're going to have to watch for. We'll likely see at least some accumulation here in the Eau Claire area. That will be coming in uh, late Sunday, Sunday night into early Monday. 
So enjoy the quiet weather the next couple of days. I know we had some of those wind gusts yesterday up to 35 miles per hour. Thankfully, those have come down. And we are looking at a warm-up into tomorrow before that storm arrives Sunday. Partly cloudy today, 48. Partly cloudy tonight, down to 34. Tomorrow will be the mildest day of the next seven. We should get up to a 56 with mostly cloudy skies. We'll see that rain and snow likely and some accumulation even in Eau Claire. Uh, by Sunday afternoon, 43, and that snow shower activity will continue to Monday. It will be windy and cold, high only of 38, so some cold weather on the way. Right now with cloudy skies, 32 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Sounds good, Kelly. We'll keep an ear to the weather eye then. Yeah, we'll have a better idea probably tonight and going into tomorrow morning. Very good. Thanks, Kelly. Have a good weekend. You too. Kelly Slifka over there at Sky Warren 13. Boy, oh boy, it's switching on us. I didn't, uh, I was kind of... <laughs> chuckling about the folks over in the central Wisconsin going to get hit, but I better be quiet because we might get blasted. It'd be nice by the end of the weekend here if uh, the new model yeah. shows Canada is going to get it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see who's going to get it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody you know, out, the weather's been so nice. I've been out in my garage raking and, and yard and doing things. I thought, well, I should put the snowblower back in the back shed. I'm glad I haven't done that yet. I might need it. Who knows? We'll wait and see. Hey, Randy Romanski is our interim secretary of agriculture, and uh, he had a telephone call yesterday, and our, our good friend uh, Caitlin Riley down in La Crosse and the part of our Midwest family, she uh, was in on that phone call, and uh, Romanski during that time did talk about dumping of milk. So here's the latest from Randy Romanski, our interim agriculture secretary, as of yesterday afternoon. What we heard yesterday is that, that milk disposal is occurring in 18 states right now. So Wisconsin dairy farmers are unfortunately in the same scenario as many other states. We've actually encouraged people who uh, are experiencing milk loss to document it and contact the farm center. We have not gotten calls from people to document that. A lot of times they may be documenting it and they may be going through their co-op or whoever they ship to. We continue to encourage people to contact the Farm Center. The reason it's valuable for the, the department to collect that information is we can get a more accurate picture of what's going on in the state. And this allows our agency to further advocate for the dairy industry. It's confidential. This would only be uh, reported in general terms, number of farms, amount of milk. That cap could further substantiate the toll on dairy farms in our ongoing requests with the USDA to purchase surplus commodities for redistribution, reopen enrollment in the Dairy Margin Coverage Program, or if there are other programs that might come up to help benefit the dairy industry during, during this crisis. We've had a lot of people saying if we have too much milk, then why are there limits on dairy products in the grocery stores? And Randy says that they have been working with retailers on that. With the shift in demand, one of the things that we had been seeing is that some places were putting limits on the amount of uh, milk or dairy products that was in the grocery store shelves. The industry has been pretty receptive when we've gotten instances like that. Oftentimes, the department has followed up with the corporate offices, inquired about it, and many times they've, they've lifted those limits. So we're seeing less of that. Thankfully, in America's Dairyland, people should still have access to milk and dairy products. Clearly, the demand shift from schools and restaurants has had an impact on, on the supply of products out there. We believe that there are some efforts that are being made right now to try and get some of those products so that they can go from uh, sale in uh, from a restaurant and be packaged and sold. 
one of the things that the Division of Food and Recreational Safety has offered as guidance is that there has to be appropriate labeling to go along with it. So there's a uh, FAQ sheet on our website if you have interest in finding the specific guidance that Division of Food and Recreational Safety has offered, but we are hopeful that we're seeing some, some transition there. And again, that's our Caitlin Riley from down in their uh, Midwest family stations in the La Crosse area with uh, Randy Romanski, our interim Secretary of Agriculture and Romanski. Scott also put out a, another notice of effects of the COVID-19. That's right. Our friend Pat Strunitsky over at Wisconsin Ag Connection pointed out to me just a bit ago that the Ag Secretary, as a result of the Safer at Home order in Wisconsin, is moving, or the state DAT cap is moving the Allison Dairyland finals to some place later in the spring or even into June. And in the meantime, Abigail Martin will continue her duties as Allison Dairyland. Now you say someplace, some they, later date. They're not going to change the location. Well, that's not clear. Because it's supposed <laughs> to be in Dodge County? Uh, Walworth, Walworth County. County rather? It, was, it was supposed to be May 14th, 14th through the 16th in Walworth County. And, of course, four young women from the area are yes, finalists Yes, very much here. involved in it. So we'll have to find out more about that and uh, double-check on, uh, I don't know, what they would do to change the location. But uh, yep. we'll, we'll find out. We'll do some double-checking on that. All right, we've got 20 minutes to 6, and we've got some markets coming up. We're going to talk to more folks that are keeping on, keeping on with their businesses during this COVID-19 pandemic. ProVision Partners realizes this is a trying and uncertain time. What is certain is that we're in this together. ProVision Partners is putting the health and well-being of employees, customers, and communities first. They'll continue to serve you across all departments as the products and services they provide have been deemed essential and imperative to remain open during these times. ProVision Partners appreciates your patience and understanding as they work to find solutions to these unknown circumstances. Call 800-236-1041 if you have questions. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, that didn't take long. You did a little research, <laughs> and what did you find out? That the event will be next year in Walworth County in 2021, so Walworth County won't miss their chance. But for this year, it will be a low-key event, it's called, at a later time this spring or early summer. And but we don't know where. I don't know if it'd be at department headquarters in Madison or they don't say. It doesn't say. It right. doesn't say. And uh and of course the twenty twenty one ceremony originally was to be held in Duncombe. Yeah. And I'm just so gonna say that. that'll shift things around too, I suppose. Yeah, well, all right. So that's your update to Allison Dairyland, not gonna be in Walworth County. Where we don't know. Well, we do know we will have a new Allison Dairyland. Well, let's find out what's going on over in the Pittsville area, shall we? Challenging times mean we have to be creative with our business enterprises, and that includes Al over there at Pittsville Farm and Home in Pittsville. And Al, give us an overview of how you're dealing with this coronavirus situation as far as your employees, as far as your store hours, and things like that. So far, it's, uh, the business has been, has been well. Um, we're down to a skeleton crew because some of the some of the older uh, employees don't want to come in. I don't blame them. So, so it's, I'm doing most of the, the footing. We're getting it done. Um, we're doing some. The flower shop is open um, seven days a week as well. Um, we only do deliveries on Tuesdays and Thursdays for that. 
and we do the curbside, or I'll shop for you if you want to call in, and we can shop, and I'll get your stuff for you, and we'll have it ready when you get here, and uh, that's kind of how we're dealing with this situation right now. What are the hours, though, Al? You mentioned you do have Sunday with the flower shop, but are you open seven days a week, and what are your hours during the week? Yeah, we're open seven days a week. Monday through Friday is 8 to 6, Saturday is 8 to 5, and Sunday is 10 to 2. Now, this is a busy time of the year when you got a farm and home store. you got farmers that uh, want everything from uh, soup to nuts. How are you handling that? Are you let them come in and, and pick up their fencing needs or whatever kind of needs they want? Are you delivering that, too? So far, everything's been pick-up. Uh, we got field seeds, uh, small grass seeds. We have uh, field corn. Um, so far, they're just placing orders and just waiting for them to come in and pick up. And uh, yeah, there's other supplies they are just coming in as they need and picking up. And uh, we're doing practicing the social distancing in the store. So it uh, seems to be going fairly well so far. So Pittsville, Al over there at Pittsville Farm and Home, got things things running. They've got their schedule figured out. You're doing business with them, call them. They'll get it out on the curb for you, your needs, and uh, they'll make it work. Well, we're going to get to markets here eventually, but we're going back again to Allison Dairyland. <laughs> again, if you're just tuning in, Walworth County will not host the finals in May. Be a low-key event someplace else. Walworth County will have 2021. When done, I don't know that back's done counting up to 2022. We don't know that. But as you said, Scott, we do have a lot of local young ladies uh, in the running for this year. There sure are of the six finalists, four from this area. Stephanie Hoff of Thorpe, Caitlin Condor of Glenwood City, Julia Nunes of Chippewa Falls, and Grace Schroeder of Cashton. But hey, we got other things to do here. Let's get to the markets. Let's go over to Jim Lindsay at Equity Altoona for the latest from that barn. Choice beef steers and heifers, no test. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 71 to 77. Choice Holstein steers, 64 to 70. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers, 64 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 42 to 45. With a top of 48, 60% of the cows sold from 30 to 40. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 30 and down. Cow bulls sold from 57 to 70 with a thin, full horn of bulls weighing over a ton, all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 20 to $110 per head. Quality beef calves sold from 50 to $195 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $20 per head and down. Quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is Friday, April 17th. If you'd like to consign any cattle to our upcoming sales or like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. You have a great day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us, and happy Easter, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you and you also. So we'll have uh, a rather non-traditional Easter, I guess, is what we can say, but uh, uh, still the message is the same, and that never changes. So I guess that's what we have to keep in mind. I guess so. Well, wrap up the week for us. All right, I'll do that. Bob, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. Something from uh, yesterday, Thursday, this past week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, everybody kind of knows the trends on the, on the markets here. Market cows on yesterday's auction, higher yielding, fleshier cows yesterday were selling from 40 to 47. Uh, most of the cows on yesterday's sale, as per most of the week here, your average cows, 29 to 39, thin, plain, light carcass cows, 29 below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls, mostly from 60 up to 74, lighter weight bulls, 55 and below. Fed cattle on a very light test this week, uh, 
problem, I'm sure, of course, due to the lower market on the Fed cattle. After we are, see how that shakes out here. But anyway, on the prices, our choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 65 to 74. Select grading under finished cattle. Uh, 64 and down. Calf market basically steady. Um, again, buyers very cautious uh, on quality, etc. 85 to 130 pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from 40 to 110. Uh, we did top at 120. Heifer calves continue to be very good buys, mostly from 45 and below. Beef calves, good demand, 100 to 240, topping at 255. Now, of course, we're going to take a look at our sales schedule for next week. Our regular market auction, four days at uh, next week also do have a hay auction uh, we are selling hay every tuesday now so the hay auction will be uh next tuesday uh, april 14th and uh, we do also have a consignment of hay already on the consignment list so first and second crop do also want to mention our next dairy sale will not be till the 21st but uh, we do have a lot of a lot of dairy cattle listed for private treaty sales uh, and folks uh, i mean the business continues so uh, we did uh, actually uh, we did sell a complete herd this week, private treaty. So the dairy business is folks are still milking, looking for animals, and we do have them for private treaty sales. So uh, again, go get a hold of John at 608-477-7420 or call us here in Stratford at 687-4101, and uh, we'll get you fixed up because a lot of good quality cattle on the website. You can view that information for private treaty for the dairy sale. So again. Uh, that's how things are going, and certainly we want to thank everybody for their cooperation in this very difficult time. And, again, on behalf of everybody here at Equity Stratford, we wish you all a blessed Easter. Like I said at the top, uh, it's it's very, very tough out there, especially in the dairy business now, and also anybody that's really in agriculture. But uh, we'll get through this, and just keep in mind what it's all about on Easter, and uh, you guys enjoy it also. And, uh, well, I guess probably Monday when we're talking to you, it's uh, – could Probably be white out like there. Winter. Yeah, it could be white out there. Hey, enjoy it, Jerry. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. You have a nice weekend. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors. Designs of all forms. You're safe and secure. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Building. Thinking about building? Get a Northland Building with a 50-year snow load warranty for your peace of mind. Find out what farmers across the Midwest already know. A Northland Building is long-lasting, economical, and protects your farm machinery, livestock, and equipment. Plan your new building now and get on Northland's spring build schedule. You gotta hurry, it fills up fast. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Building. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And looking at our markets this morning on the grain trade, one to two cents higher overnight for corn, 331 a bushel. Oats down one at 274. The wheat for May up eight at 556. Beans up nine at 863. Meal down 30 cents a ton at 292.50. Country elevator prices on our DTN screen. 
The uh, prices at Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. The corn is 302, soybeans at 827. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, the corn is 286 with the beans at 803. Elk Mounds, 289 and 813. Sparta, 290 and 809. At Ellsworth, 278 and 803. And at the ethanol plants, Boyceville's 297, Stanley, 284. New Richmond, 282. Dairy markets, not good yesterday. Barrel cheese down to a dollar a pound, down six and a half. The blocks down seven and a quarter at 105 and a half. Butter down five and a quarter at 124 and three quarters. Class three prices were lower yesterday, double digits lower. April at 1356. May at 1143. June at 1282. July at 1449. August was unchanged at 1564. And the prices were mixed out through the rest of 2020. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value. Zinc deficiency can reduce corn yields by up to 40%. Countryside Cooperative agronomists say that although it's only needed in small quantities, zinc is essential for production of the carbohydrates, proteins, and chlorophyll that will drive grain production. In fact, plant growth and development stops when specific zinc-dependent enzymes aren't available. It's easy to see why an in-furrow zinc application is a smart investment to promote early season plant health and to protect yield potential. Ultra-Che zinc easily mixes with starter fertilizer and is formulated to increase nutrient efficiency and availability to plants. That means zinc will be accessible when plants need it most to optimize early season plant growth and development. Call Countryside Cooperative at 800-236-7585 or visit CountrysideCoop.com. The Robins are back and so is Brent Wink on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program this morning. And uh, Brent, that 2019 was quite a season. Some of the combines are still rolling, getting the crop off. It was that big, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Bob. Good morning to you, and it's great to be back for another season, kind of doing the Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program, kind of uh, planting and growing and harvesting season here. But, yeah, like you said, last year's harvesting season kind of went into overtime a little bit. I know it it did on our farm as well. We uh, didn't finish till February of 2020 here. Luckily, it was a leap year, so we had that extra day, and we were able to get it done in February. But... I know there's still some corn that has came out or maybe still a little bit that has to come out yet. But, you know, kind of a few things around that. Some of this grain, you know, we've got maybe a little more fines in these bins. Uh, test weight and quality of the of the corn wasn't quite what we'd like to see in some of these bins. So I just can't urge farmers enough to make sure that they're moving some of that grain a little bit earlier to make sure that the condition of the grain in the in the bins is good and to kind of get that flowing and then obviously to never ever enter these bins uh, when they start getting this poorer quality or if they find some hot spots in those bins a lot of times they'll start uh, bridging or holding up and people can get uh, kind of the urge to maybe get inside there to try and knock them down and just that's just when disaster happens so making sure that we're, we're kind of keeping an eye on these bins and getting some of this corn moved and uh, seeing what that's like. But, you know, moving on to this new year, you know, what a difference a year makes. Last year we were uh, quite a bit of snow and poor weather, and we're getting kind of teased here a little bit with good weather. So 
we've been kind of checking some corn meters on our test stand, getting meters for uh, some of the customers uh, ready to go and checking those over and making sure that they're all fine-tuned. Then I know at Countryside Co-op, they're working real diligently with seed shipments, chemicals, supplies, really urging growers to maybe have about 105% of what they need on the farm now or ahead of time to make sure that we've got all that stuff out there. You know, the supply chain and the ag side has done a really, really good job of making sure to get that product moved just in case there were maybe some infections or things at some of the factories or some of the places that would maybe cause some shutdowns. So definitely work with your agronomist at Countryside Co-op. Get all that stuff out onto the farm, making sure that you've got everything you need when we are able to roll in the field and having everything there at your disposal. The last thing, uh, just talking with my counterpart down in the southern part of the state, there is some alfalfa seeding and small grain seeding that's been going on kind of in the southern half of the state uh, over the last few days. So the fertilizers kind of rolling in some areas and certainly tillage and some planting going on in the southern half. Haven't really seen anything for planting up here in our area yet, but hopefully we get past this cooler, rainy spell, and next week maybe we'll start seeing some stuff toward the end of the week. Now, we can't let down our guard either as far as farm safety and also as far as this coronavirus safety. We've uh, we got to stay on top of this thing so we can have a good, successful growing season. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, in talking with Countryside Co-op, you know, some of their facilities where there's only maybe a couple of individuals that treat soybeans, for instance, you know, a couple of key individuals, some of those facilities, they're not allowing people in just to make sure that they don't lose some of those key employees with introducing some kind of a sickness. So everyone needs to kind of do their part to make sure that we uh, get this over and done with as soon as possible. Oh, that is for sure, as soon as possible. Hey, Brent, uh, good to talk to you this morning, and hopefully it won't be long and we can do this face-to-face in the studio, but for now, we'll do our social distancing. Absolutely. We'll continue to do our part. Good talking with you, Bob, and we'll talk with you next week. All right. Brent Wake with us once again. The season is underway in our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, don't forget, Easter Sunday could get white around the air. Pay attention to that forecast because it's still being formulated. Not sure exactly where it's going to go, but however you celebrate this uh, Good Friday, Easter weekend, do it safely, won't you? And uh, enjoy your weekend. During these challenging times, Equity Livestock in Stratford wants you to know that we are here for you. To better serve your needs, starting in April, we will be having a weekly hay and straw sale each Tuesday at 10 a.m. At this time, we can only allow those interested in being active buyers to attend with no spectators. All purchases must be paid for before loading. Give us a call today for all of your hay and livestock marketing needs at 715-687-4101. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com for free estimates. Bertrang Roofing at Hotmail.com. Wax 104.5 